0: What's up y'all welcome back to episode four of the imperfect man podcast I'm your host anthony massanopel and today uh, I'm gonna get a little deep This is uh, this is what this podcast and my blog is personally about right? It's called the imperfect man and it's supposed to be a place for me to be more vulnerable And me boy me be more open And just really show a side of me that one I do not show and uh no one really knows or sees, right? Um, yesterday, I posted a blog that uh, was titled, The Biggest Regret That I Have in Life That's impacting Me the Most. And I'm not going to get into too much detail here. This is just a little quick recap, right? This is just a quick little audio version. Uh, but if you want to really read it and uh, kind of get into a little more detail about this topic, uh, you can check that full blog out at realanthony.com. Um, at 32 years old, really looking back and really trying to piece together a lot of parts of my life, I think that the biggest regret that I have to date is being a pathological liar. Um, it's something that I'm good at and it's something that I do effortlessly and I've done it for a long time and at this point in my life, I've just am determined to be as honest and brutally honest as possible. And in the blog, I kind of expressed that I don't really know why I've been this way for so long. But if I had to guess, um, you know, looking back at certain situations in my life, it's, it's easier to lie sometimes than to deal with the conflict at hand. Um, As a as a young man, as a teenager, I lied to fit in, right? I didn't accept who I was as a person and I didn't feel like others would accept me so I lied and tried to portray myself as something that those people may have wanted me to be, which in hindsight did not benefit anybody because none of those people are around anymore. Because you can only lie and pretend to be something for so long. And when the real you comes out, you you know, you come to find out that you and those people or you and that person really didn't have too much in common. Because you were just pretending to be a certain person and into what they were kind of into. So you could be, you know, in their circle, be around them, hang out with them. <clears throat> you put more value on them than you do yourself. And I've lied to a lot of genuine people in my life, right? I've, I've come across some amazing individuals in my life um, that I've just never cherished, man, you know. Um, a- along with the line, I've never valued people, right? I'm a very selfish person you know i'm i'm i've been very one-sided right it's i've always been a what can you do for me type person and that has not benefited me at all right i don't care where i've gotten in my life i don't care i don't care about the achievements the successes whatever um it hasn't been a it hasn't been a pretty path you know and i think that this is this is a misconception for life right cuz a lot of people see my life that know me and they're like man you got a pretty good life man but you didn't see the path though right? You didn't see the people that I fucked over. You didn't see the, the disloyal, um, you know, fucking decisions that I've made. Right. Um, and I got to live with that, man. You know, I've lied about petty shit and I've lied about serious shit. And again, I've lost some real genuine people in my life just because I just chose not to be honest, you know, and i wrote in the blog that you know when these people found out about these lies big or small and they decided that uh, you know they no longer wanted to be in my life they all kind of said the same thing you know they were like you just you just don't have to lie man you know like i want to know you for you and i want to be your friend for you and i want to be with you for who you are you know you don't you don't you don't have to you know lie about stupid shit or even serious shit man and I think another part of me is I'm terrified of being vulnerable and I don't ever want to be judged. And um, there was a blog that I had wrote about why I'm so closed off. Again, you can check out these full blogs at Um, And it kind of explained how I got to a point in my life where I just figured out a way to cope with certain things. And growing up, I was judged a lot. Right. I I grew up in a primarily white uh, area and I was mixed. Right. So for a long time, I was the only, you know, brown kid in my school. So there was a lot of there was a lot of comments, not like racial shit. Right. I don't want to make it seem like something it's not, but it was just, you know, I was the only brown kid. Right. So there was a lot of curiosity. Um, And I just never felt like I fit in with anybody specifically. And I was always kind of cool with everybody. But I was cool with everybody because I was able to portray myself a certain way to fit in with everybody. So, you know, you hear that cliche term about, you know, even in a room full of people, you feel alone. That's been me for a long time. And I sit here today with two genuine friendships. You know, luckily that I met two people when I was 18 years old that I took a chance and was open and vulnerable with. And they welcomed me in with open arms. And today they're still my best friends and both my mentors. But those two people that welcomed me in came from a hundred people who I did open myself up to and was vulnerable with and it did not work out. And after so long I just emotionally shut off. And was like, I'm not gonna do that anymore. Right? You put two and two together. When you're when you're tired of being let down and you're tired of being hurt, you know, you're gonna figure out a way to avoid feeling that. And my way was to lie. And act like I was okay and just not open up and just not be emotionally available to anybody. And again, I don't recommend this for anybody. There is no benefit to lying. You will genuinely hurt people who may actually care about you by fucking lying. I don't care what you've heard. I don't care what you've been told. I cannot think of a beneficial scenario where lying comes in handy. Because either one or two things are going to happen. Your lies are eventually going to come to the forefront. And that person is going to forever look at you differently. Or they're not going to find out. And if you're anything like me, you're going to live with that guilt for the rest of your life. And I want you to, I want you to think today, how many people around you really know you for you? Right? How many people really know who you are? Because you've been honest with them. You don't fake any part of your life with these people. They know your flaws. They know your weaknesses. They know your strengths. They know who you genuinely are. And if you take anything away from this, just try your hardest to be honest. Because I think that honesty is two-sided, right? It's a benefit for both parties but I personally think that it's a way bigger benefit for the person that's telling the truth because you feel relief. You don't feel guilty. And at the absolute least, hopefully you gain the respect from the person you're being honest with, regardless if they never talk to you again, if they're angry, they're mad, et cetera. But hopefully they respect you for being honest. I just think it's very, very important Because again, right, this is coming from somebody who lies as a profession, basically. It's easy for me. I get anxiety thinking about telling the truth. I could tell a lie in my sleep and not even blink an eye. The biggest regret that I have in my life is lying. It's benefited me none. Some of the most horrible situations that I've been in in my life were caused by lying. And I sit here now looking back on those and thinking how different those situations could have been if I just would have said told the truth. Lying is a temporary fix. If you're in a situation where you have to tell the truth and you just des- and you decide to lie, you're just pro you're just prolonging. It may fix it for the moment. It may go away for a few days, a few weeks, a few months, even a few years. But when the truth comes out, it's going to be nasty. And in that moment, you're going to replay how that moment could have played out differently, where you could have been in that moment, how you could have felt in that moment. If you just would have told the truth when you had the opportunity. There is no benefit to lying, man. I'm telling you. And I know it's easy. It's easy. And I sit here right now again telling you that I am 100% sure that a lot of situations in my life, I'm not even sure that I'd be sitting here right now if I would have been more honest in my life. And it's not even so much about The things that I've gained or I've missed out on by not telling the truth, but it's the people. I know there's people out there right now that if you brought my name up, they would just be sick. Their face would show disgust because they've just got this negative, horrible perception of me as a liar. To know that there's a handful of people out there that if you asked right now, hey, what one word describes Anthony Mousenobel, they'd say liar. And that's heartbreaking to me. But I can change that now, right? You don't have to be who you've been. But you have to accept who you've been to change who you're going to be. And that's the path I'm on now. And again, this is a... this is, a, this is probably, you know, the deepest podcast I've done. Um, that's probably the, one of the deepest blogs I've done. I know the why I'm closed off was a little deep. Um, but that's what this is all about, man. You know, it's just really me just kind of exposing who I am and acknowledging that none of us are perfect. But the least you can do is, you know, aim to be the best you can be. I appreciate you guys if you take the time to listen to this, I appreciate you. I know everybody's got their own thing going on. I know everybody's busy. So thank you for tuning in till next time. Go get some. Love y'all. What's up y'all. Welcome back to episode five of the imperfect man podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Massanopoul. And today I'm going to answer one of the questions that I have gotten the absolute most over the past few years that I've kind of been on this personal development journey and me talking a lot about the importance of mentors and how vital they are to your life. And the follow-up question always is, have you ever had a mentor? Who is your mentor? How did you meet your mentor? What has your mentor done for you? Are you still in contact with your mentor? Do you still have a mentor? So today, I want to talk about my mentors. I am lucky enough to have two. And I want to talk about the backstory a little bit and uh, kind of introduce them. (laughs) Uh, Because it has been a very, very common question that I've gotten over the years, right? Oh, you talk a lot about a mentor, but do you have a mentor? Yes, I have two mentors. Um, This may be a little longer than 12 minutes. I'm going to try to squeeze this in as quickly as possible. Um, so first off I met my mentor my first mentor when I was ah, Man, I want to say 19. <laughs> I think I was 19 Um and long story short, I had got into some legal trouble And they required me to get a job They were like you have to get a job like within the next like I think it was like a week um So I ended up calling this local car wash that I worked at in centerville, ohio And this guy answered and I was like, hey, man, I'm calling to check on my application. And I think he put me on a brief hold and he was he got back on the phone and he was like, when can you start? And I was like, man, I can start immediately. And he was like, cool. Be here tomorrow morning. I was like, awesome. (laughs) Got off the phone. I was like, yo, I I got a job that kind of handled my legal trouble for the time being. And I showed up the next morning. Bunch of guys outside. They were waiting on the manager to show up this huge bodybuilder skinhead. Got out of this little two-door Honda Civic and I was like that's the biggest human being I've ever seen in my life And he was so muscular and I was like I want to look like that because I was 19 Probably weighed 140 pounds and had the body of a female Girl Scout Or just a Girl Scout because Girl Scouts are females, right? Um, And we immediately hit it off immediately hit it off and I remember he was going to a metal show and he invited me, and I was like, hell yeah, just because I just wanted to be around him, right? I just – he he had incredible energy. He was just an absolute badass in my opinion. And I was like, yo, this dude is the real deal. <laughs> and I think at the time he was what? uh Probably like 28, 29, maybe even 30. I don't think he was 30 yet. If you're listening to this and you weren't 30, I apologize. Long story short – we hit it off and became really good friends. I ended up meeting his wife who is actually my second mentor. And I know a lot of people have multiple mentors and no, none of them know each other. And I was lucky enough to find two, two mentors and a married couple. Um, and they are absolutely my two best friends, my absolute best friends in the entire world. And still to this day, I'm now 32. I won't disclose their age. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I'm sorry, guys. I love you. Um, But they are older than me. And I I owe them so much of where I am today. Uh, They have changed my life drastically um, in so many ways. I think it was 100% meant to be. I can't tell you how many times I've thought about how different my life would be if I didn't make that call to the car wash that day. Because it was that call that changed the entire dynamic of my life. I mean, even, even, even that call, right? Somebody else could have answered the phone and been like, no, nah, man, we're not hiring. And that could have been the end of it. But the fact that I called that day at that time and he picked up the phone and he was like, be here tomorrow, changed my life forever. These are two of the hardest working individuals that I've met in my life. And when I met them, I was a lost young man. I was a boy. I had no purpose, no intention, no direction. I was living every day recklessly with no care whether I lived or died. And Andy and Jen Johnson took me under their wing Literally took me in and made me spend every waking moment with them If I was not at work to make sure that I stayed out of trouble And it worked I am a completely different person today than I was when they met me And if you read the full blog that I just uploaded about what keeps me motivated These are two individuals that keep me motivated the absolute most Because I know that they've got such high expectations for me When it comes to what they want to see me do in my life and what they know i'm capable of and I will never let these two people down Because they've invested so much time and energy into me making sure that I was able and put me in the best position mentally to succeed These are just genuine good-hearted people who literally changed my life and I owe so much of who I am today to them a hundred percent, I would never take that away from them because I do truly believe that meeting them changed my life for the better. They have given me the best advice, they've given me the best guidance, not only in life but in business. These are just two well-rounded, educated, wise individuals who I love to death, and they are my absolute best friends, and I feel incredibly blessed to know them. and that's why I think it's important. To have mentors, you can call them whatever you want, right? If you have a best friend, best friends who motivate you and encourage you to do better and help you and guide you, that's a mentor. A mentor doesn't have to be somebody that you ran into and charges you $10,000 a year to school you. It can be your significant other. And I don't even personally think a mentor has to be older than you. I think if it's somebody that's educating you and you're learning from and is making you a better person, that's 100% a mentor in my opinion. And Andy and Jen, 100% for a long time have been the two best people in my life. And still today, I know if I call them right now, they'll both answer. And if they don't, Jen's probably on the phone collected money for the roofing company Andy's probably up on a roof getting after it, right? Jen's probably up on a roof too, just saying. (laughs) But I have had plenty of conversations with both of them, just curious and terrified and blessed, all in one, wondering where I would be if I never made that call that day. It's incredible. It's incredible to know that there's people out there who can have that much of an impact on your life as strangers, right? I lived 18 years of my life and never even knew these two people existed. And then one day, these people come into your life and you just realize like everything that you've been doing up to this point was wrong. And you're meeting somebody who actually gives a fuck, and wants to see you do well in life. That's life-changing. Especially for somebody like me who is obsessed with perception, I will never, ever let them down, ever. And it's important that you have those people in your life that you want to show up for, that you respect enough to make them proud. When I don't want to do the quote-unquote hard stuff, I think about them. Not letting them down keeps me motivated. And that's another example of a mentor. If you have a true mentor, you want to make that person proud or make those people proud. And I have other people in my life that, that I have that same mindset for, that I want to show up for daily, that I want to make proud. But in this conversation specifically, I'm talking about mentors. When mentors invest time and energy into you, you have respect enough for them to show up and succeed. It's disrespectful when somebody invests time and energy into you and you don't show up and you don't provide, you don't do your part, especially if you're not paying them. Most mentors are like, hey, pay me $5,000 and I'll educate you, right? I'll show you, I'll give you the blueprints. Andy and Jen, those are my best friends. All they've ever required from me is just being the best version of me. They've made it more than clear that they'd be there for me till the end. All they require is just be the best version of you, give it 100%, and go out and get it. And every day, I'm chasing the best version of me, and I'm going out and I'm fucking getting it. That's how I pay them. And that's how you should be with people that you love and people that you respect. That's how you pay them back. By doing what they expect you to do. Doing right by them. Living right by them. Succeeding. Being the best version of you. If you don't have a mentor, go get one. Get some people around you that will not let you fail. Get some people around you that you respect enough that you won't let yourself fail. They fuel you. They motivate you. They keep you going. It's incredibly important. So I just wanted to come on here, kind of introduce my mentors briefly. I will eventually make a longer actual blog post that you can check out at therealanthony.com. But as for now... Here's the, uh, here's the podcast episode of it. If you guys are listening to this, Andy and Jen, I love you. Thank you for everything you've done for me. And I can't wait for the future. Till next time, go get some. Love y'all.